Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. On today's episode, you'll be hearing myself, Nick Shields, and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of Shieldless Magazine. And we are talking to special guest Jason Carney. Jason is the owner of Slappy's Garage Skate Shop in San Diego, California. We discuss how small businesses are being affected by the quarantine and the pandemic. We also talk about how the skateboard industry as a whole will be affected by this long term. We also discuss some general skate topics like selecting a team for your shop, as well as skateboarding in the Olympics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag at ShieldlessMag and at Slappy's Grouch. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. Welcome back to Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. My name is Nick Shields, co-founder of ShieldlessMag.com. With us today is Ruben Barrick, the other co-founder of Shieldless Mag. How are you doing, Rubes? Doing just fine. Glad to be back. Let's introduce our guest. Yeah. You want to you wanna do the honors? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, with us tonight, we have owner of Slappy's Garage, Mr. Jason Carney. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Oh, oh yeah, it's an honor. <laughs> uh, we don't go, we don't go too much into like people's histories uh, because this isn't really that kind of podcast. But I did want to like throw it out there that. Um, Jason is or turned professional uh, in the 90s. Is that correct? Uh, I think 92. 92? 91 or 2. Yeah. A ways back. <laughs> what co- who were you writing for at that time? Uh, I turned pro for Planet. I had a small small company. It was called uh, One More Skate Company. It was just a little small, short-lived thing. And uh, it, it, it was tough, you know, skateboard yeah. business in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because that, that just there was no more funding in that. And I was told, hey, you know, you're not – we can't pay you guys anymore. And it was like, all right, cool. I'll just have to get on with my life. You know what I mean? I was fine going back to work. Working. Uh-huh. So it was just like, yeah. all right. And then, like, second day after that, I got a call from Chris Miller, and I moved on to Planet Earth, which is where – uh, you know, I just take a couple more years out of it, man. You know, it was great, man. Chris Miller, the legend, you know, Chris Miller. Yeah, yeah he runs wel- Welcome Skateboards now, doesn't he? Uh, I think he's got a guest pro model. I, no, I don't, uh, think he's, okay. I don't think he's the owner of it, but he, he's uh, like the guy's, the, the owner of Welcome mm-hmm. is uh, a big fan. Of, I talked to him, like we do ordering stuff for the shop, and he was... Uh, big fan of Chris's his art is the art stuff that he does like his style it resembles what you know Chris Miller the, you know his way back stuff. Word. So, well, yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I like I said we don't go too far into history, but I did want to put it out there that Jason is, is not just a skate shop owner, but he is a skateboarder, and that's how how he got into this. So. Uh, Slappy's Garage is totally skater-owned, and we definitely support that here at the MAG. So, appreciate you coming on once again. Um, how are you holding up during all the craziness going on in the world right now? 
Sorry, it's it's, it's strange. You know, there's a lot of uh, I got a lot of people relying on me to help them out, and it's and it's tough because skaters are still out skating. You know, no matter what, this is almost it's like a double-edged sword because every place that you wish would close, mm-hmm. closed. You know, the, the majority <laughs> of them, the college campuses, the schools, the businesses, every, able to get out there, and as they're mm-hmm. a little more, the, the restrictions are getting a little more, uh, like they're focusing on people being out and things, you know, it might change soon, but, I mean, looking at the Instagram feed, it looks like everybody's out there you know, do, doing what they love, and I don't know, man. It's a weird one. You know, you drive down the freeway, you see a bank to a Jersey barrier, like, man, if one day that freeway was closed, that would be the spot. <laughs> and now it's, now it's like there's things that are almost like, it, it's it's like that. I mean, people are skating places that I've known be a bust for 25 years, and now mm-hmm. we're actually out there getting some time in at the spot, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's you know what's what's going on and, and the reason for it, but you know, like what it's yeah, I don't know, I don't I don't know yeah. really. It's sad. I don't get. I haven't seen my son in three weeks because his mom's worried. I get it because she knows I'm out moving around a little more than than mm-hmm. uh, than they were or are, and and uh, he has a history of asthma when he was younger, so she's. Not letting me see him. So there's a lot of drawbacks, a lot of, you know, not really positives, but, you know, I don't know, man. Got to get up and, and do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is affecting people in in all different shapes and forms. So it's kind of it's a tough time for everybody right now. And uh, uh, it sounds like personally and, and business-wise, too, how is uh, – Slappy's Garage is you have two locations, but it's a very small business. How how has this affected the shop so far? That's slow. In the first couple weeks, when when they were you know making the threats of you know you have to be isolated or or we're gonna it was like a social distancing type thing where it was kind of you check yourself on it. And you know, people didn't really adhere to what the 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 rules were. They were saying, "Oh, we're not going to enforce it." So, I mean, I went to Home Depot two weeks ago to buy a welder, maybe a week and a half, and it was packed. And this is when it's supposed to be up. right right as everything's all the information is getting out there, and it was just like, man, you know, it's essential business or not. I, I consider skateboarding essential because. People want to be out of their house, moving around, and if you're keeping your distance, you, you know, I don't know. It's it's tough to explain, but there's businesses that are that are operating. It's money wise, it's it's not good, but mm-hmm. you know, as long long as the people that are part of the shop, I just making sure everybody can pay their bills and, and do what they have to do. Like, because bills keep coming, you know, if it's a rent. To defer your rent or whatever, you still owe that at some point, you know. So I kind of have to bob and weave and, and try to make sure that everybody's uh, provided for, you know, and that they they can pay their bills, you know, they've got food on the table. Yeah. And you have a pretty small crew at the shop, right? There's five people. 
five people. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and uh, four of them, four of them have rent. Mm-hmm. And you know, regardless, I mean, you got you got to have a little money in your pocket to feel good and maybe able to just, you know, just. Hundred percent. Tough one. All, all the kids that just, you know, what what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, yeah. It's like family. You're just trying to trying to look out for your family, but yeah. It's a, it's a, like we said, it's a tough time. Rubes, you got a, a question for Jason? Yeah, I was going to ask. So for both locations, in terms of adjusting your method of sales since this quarantine period began, are you having uh, online orders and curbside pickups for downtown and for Linda Vista, or how exactly has that been working out during this time? Well, we've been doing the curbside. We we posted we're going to close downtown. And then we were gonna uh, do the curbside at Linda Vista, and it didn't really seem like much was happening. I just the morning I woke up, my wife told me, "Hey, you're gonna, they're gonna start forcing everybody to close." And at this point, it was just like close, open, you don't know, day by day. And I just was like, "All right, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna do inventory, and I'll I'll keep the door open, but the gates closed. So if anybody comes up, it's like, okay, cool, gloves." You know, wipe down everything, make sure everyone keeps their distance, but people are still coming out. And I'm, I'm not forcing them to come to the shop, so everyone that comes out is already out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we we basically did as much business through the gate as we could, but then you have a family that shows up that wants to get a complete, you know, they have to look around a little bit. So we just did our best to manage the, the facility by cleaning it, and everybody's wearing their black gloves. And mm-hmm. just just try to keep everybody rolling because you know I mean it's much as you want to stay home some days it's like there's other days where you need to get out and just get away you know and just think all the all the people that are just cooped up at the house that don't skateboard that have nothing else to go out I mean just you got to get out and breathe and exercise and and all mm-hmm. that and it doesn't mean on somebody you know I like I like seeing all the people that are out filming themselves doing stuff because they're out moving I mean I'm yeah. I'm an outdoor person myself so I can't. I, I did two days at the house without moving, like without leaving. Driving mm-hmm. me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being home with my family, but I'm just yeah. like, man, I'm just getting real stir crazy. So <laughs> right. if you're used to doing that, it's different than somebody that's out like hours throughout the day. You still communicate with everybody back at the house, but you're just used to being out. Just see, this is sensory stuff. You're out there doing different things, and then you come home, and it's like, ah, I go home. But being yeah. forced to be at home is different. Totally, yeah. it's, it's especially tough. right now too, because it's been it's been raining too. So we're, I feel like we're all just getting kicked while we're down. And if you can't, if you want to go skate right now, and you wanted to have a so uh, you still got to wait that out as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know, just managing. You know, like I just. I, Try to be there for the people that that need stuff that are at, that are out that just uh, depend on skateboarding. But you know, I, I don't, I don't know. There's uncharted territory for all of us. My parents, my grandparents, nobody's ever had to deal with something like this, as far as I know. Yeah, you know where where they lock us down. You can't, you couldn't surf, you can't skate. You know, supposedly you can't do anything. But you know, they always tell mm-hmm. us, oh, you can't go to, you, you can't skate to school. But that's what we grew up like that. We grew up, 
yeah, <laughs> you know, do, kind of making our own rules. Yeah. Are, do you um, have have you talked to your team riders at all about going out skateboarding right now? Have you told them to go for it or or to uh, to hold back and stay inside or? Do you, have, do you try to not influence them too much in that way? That's not, you know what, man, that, that's, you know, like I'm, I do my best. Uh, my end isn't to be, I'm not a parent to them. Yeah. I consider them family in that, but I'm, I'm just, I'm like a, the uncle. <laughs> like, do what yeah. you're going to do, I, you know, but just, you know, be smart, you know, don't, you know, I, I can't really make that call for them. That's something that their parents have to do. I don't want to, like, sometimes when I give somebody what I think is good advice, after I talked to him, I'm like, man, maybe this kind of, is that my business? Or I, am I out of line trying to <laughs> recommend to somebody that they keep a job and not go all out for skateboarding or, hey, man, stay in school? You know, it's hard to tell somebody. People might misunderstand me sometimes because I try to tell them, hey, keep your job, stay in school, you know, travel the world with your skateboard, but don't rely on skateboarding for you to travel the world. Because otherwise, there's a lot of people that come through that are just just bitter because skateboarding hasn't given them what they think skateboarding should give them. You know, and yeah. like skateboarding doesn't know anything. You know, we've all heard yeah. that before, and it's, that's the God's honest truth. I work in skateboarding, and I love it, and I try to do my best to tell people, like, give them good advice from past experience and being in the industry and love it or hate it, it's it's experience. You know, I'm talking to them from the perspective of, like, I'm not trying to make money off you. I'm not trying to, you know, crush your hopes and dreams, but I'm just telling you, you know, there's a kid that wants to quit his job, quit school, some skateboarding, but doesn't have anybody backing him. That's the dude that ends up on a couch riding youth boards that just, it's just not a good you know, that's not really how you should, it's not a good feeling, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, you, like you said, and everybody's heard before, skateboarding doesn't know you anything, so you gotta, you know, do it for the right reasons and, and keep it going. I think that's important. But even like, if it's not your, sometimes you might feel like it's not your place to tell people what, to do, but in a, in a way you're like their team manager. Like every, every kid looks up to their like local shop dude. So, um, there's no obligations, but there's a bit of like a unspoken, like risk, like sort of respect in, in that way. Sure. I, I'd feel worse if, if I didn't tell them and then they made the decisions and I was like, all right, I had the platform to tell them. Hey man, don't do that. Bad choice. Like the sponsors, these people that want to jump from sponsor to sponsor. It's like, man, just stay put. You know, you just grow, grow from there where you're at. Don't, don't think that, you know, it's not like the grass is always greener, which is what a lot of people go. Oh, he promised me this. He promised that. Like I'm the, from a unbiased point of view, certain, mm-hmm. certain companies that we don't carry because of, of, how I've seen them treat people, writers and, and such, but you know, from my point of view, I would rather get on a, on a sponsor where it's like, oh, I'm going to turn me pro, they're going to do this, but you know, I can see the companies, you can almost tell early on with a lot of companies, you know, the 
longevity of the company. So you don't want to get on a company because I promised you a pro board that's going to close down. Then you're then you're a stranded pro, and people don't you can't. I guess nowadays people can go back and go back to being an amateur. But before it was like if you reach the pro ranks, you're a pro. You know, mm-hmm. and then, you know it's hard for people to take on new pros because the people pro are the people that grew up with the brands. So it's like just loyalty right. is is important, and you know brands aren't really. You know, it's it's dicey. Yeah, that's the only word I can think to describe it. And and some of these kids don't know, and I'll tell them, and then then I'm I feel like sometimes I'm the one that they hold accountable for things that that didn't happen for them, or I could have been pro, and you didn't. But you know, yeah, everybody on the team now we got such a solid crew. We got people that are. You know, up and comers, that little nine year old kids all the way up. <laughs> and it's just, it's amazing because everybody, like the camaraderie in skateboarding right now is amazing. And I would rather have a crew of people that are willing to work for skateboarding and because they love it than the people that have, like, they think there's a pot of gold waiting for them at the bottom of the stairs. You know, oh, yeah, if I do this, I'm going to be, everything's such a, a like, just a, quick clip anymore it's not really i mean you could do something amazing and then it's somebody's going to do something amazing tomorrow and the next day and the, used to be you'd have to wait for a video and you watch that video over and over and over and, and you know people respected pros more and people mm-hmm. respect just what the fact that they're a skateboarder more than you know before it was socially acceptable to really be a skateboarder yeah yeah, yeah, because it just out of the pure passion changed a bit. But so you're when you're looking for people to represent your shop, you're not looking for. They doesn't necessarily have to be like the the best skateboarder, like skill wise, but somebody who has the heart and is in it because they love it. Not not just yeah, good character. Yeah, character exactly. Not just trying to like. Ma- like, oh, I'm going to use this to be rich and famous. It's like, no, I do this because I, I love it. Um, that's exactly. Awesome. That's and there's awesome, kids man. that come in then that are, that are, there's kids that come in that are so talented, but they just don't, it, it's, if they don't click with everybody, then it's, it's kind of like, like I got I want everybody, I want people that are on the team where people will spread it. Like now's a weird time to say it, but it's like if the, the van's crowded, I want, Somebody that where people want to scoot over and make room for for another person instead of like ah no not him you know like, mm-hmm. no no van's full or car's full or something I just the camaraderie is the most important part of it is that everybody is you know not everybody are our best friends and not everybody you know jives the way that you know if not everybody's gonna go you know on trips together you know mm-hmm. like it's you know, if there's got to be some kind of a common common bond with with everybody, and I, I'm just, you know, and I ask everybody's opinion when I see somebody. It's like I'm not out there. I'm not really out in the field the way he used to be, you know. So I can't scout somebody. But if I see yeah. somebody that I think rips, I'll ask people's opinion. Like, oh man, that guy rips. And then hopefully I hear positive stuff. Some people, you know, I don't ever, I don't want to hear negative stuff about somebody. But sometimes they're like, ah, oh, that dude kind of. You know, and that's not talking shit. That's just somebody's 
somebody's opinion. I'm not asking yeah. that like, oh, yeah, what's wrong with that guy? It's just like, oh, what do you think of? It's like, ah, he's cool, but he's whatever. Or, you know, there's just a lot of variables to getting somebody involved with a brand because I don't want people to come and go. I don't want somebody mm-hmm. to get on and all of a sudden, like, I have to sit and talk to them, you know, and, and I, I want to get to know them and see what they have to offer just for, for me to, you know, invest in them. Yeah. That's kind of what it is, you know. It's like investing in them, but it's not for the sake of the business. I just, I have what I need. I work hard out off, you know, off-site, outside of the skate shop. So, you know, skate shop's kind of just to give back to skateboarding because it's been real good to me as far as helping me just deal with things through my life. Mm-hmm. Not monetarily. It's never really been... <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, you know, there's no pot of gold. I, was, I wasn't really ever looking for it, but, you know, okay. as far as helping yeah. me deal with problems in my life, it was just, that was my, that was my go-to. Wheels mm-hmm. start rolling, yeah. everything, you forget it, you know. You just, Absolutely. you're on your Yeah, and uh, you, I mean, Slappy's Garage, even outside of, like, who's who's technically on the team, you have, like, a very strong community surrounding that shop like it seems like the people who support you are very loyal and i i see that um through social media and through just like the streets and the skate parks of san diego how do you uh go about like building that community around your shop well same thing man just making sure back to what i said earlier like love me or hate me i'm going to tell you the truth and it's some people get it, some people don't. I've had people come back to me a year and a half later. Oh man, thanks for thanks for setting me straight. You know, now they they have a child on the way. They're a plumber, electrician, whatever the case may be. But they're they've grown up a little bit, and they still love skateboarding. Instead of giving everything up, quitting their job, quitting quitting school, just to be a pro skateboarder. You know, skateboarding. Yeah. Well, you can carry. You can skateboard. You know, the rest of your life. Carry on with it. But <laughs> if you don't have anything, there's. You know, it, it's tough. I don't know. I just I welcome people into the shop, and it's like I'm not always the nicest person to everybody because some people come in and they just have the worst attitude. So it's like, what am I going to do? I'm not like I'll be fake to to these people that come in and are just demanding things from me. It's like, man, everybody on my team works hard. You know, all our, everybody that, that we are, you know, that we have as part of our, our shop work hard, whether mm-hmm. it's an employee or a, a a kid that's like a up and comer or like we got Alexis and Corey and uh, like just a lot of these dudes that are just killing it, but they're all, level-headed guys like i don't your talent could be you you could be the most talented guy but if if you're a shitty person then you know that's that's no fun for anybody nobody wants to be around <laughs> you you know you, you know we all we all know those people yeah. mm-hmm. i don't mean personally but i mean we we know what, what you know and for me to make bad judgments it's like that that puts everybody else kind of on a spot where you just you know it compromises everything that i've tried to build which is just just want to give back as much as I can and have people in 10 years when the Olympics is, well, I guess it would have been the second time, but now I guess 10 <laughs> years is hopefully it'll be the, you know, first or second time for the Olympics. Like, 
you know, there's still skateboarders that are in it for them, like, because they love it, not because there's a, you know, because their their dad finally accepted it or, or because their dad got them into it. It's not baseball or football or soccer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Yeah, there'll always be kind of like that that raw thing. Like, there's, um, yeah, there's people who write, like, as Jeff Grasso um, said, like, there's people who ride a skateboard and then there's skateboarders and, like, there's a fine line. There, like there's a hard line between the two, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And you, we might. Like, I'm already. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No. I, I was going to say, dude, there's already the Olympic fathers coming through. Like I've already seen <laughs> over the last four years, there's <laughs> always been the the dads that are a little overbearing with their kids, but. Yeah. I've told this story a bunch of times, and now, now it's like I get the dads to come in that are like, and it's like they'll stand there, they'll come in, their kid won't say anything. The kid's just like, you know, happy to be alive and be a skateboarder, and then the dad's <laughs> like, hey, my kid really loves your shop. Like, oh, cool, man. Wow, we, that, that means the world. We appreciate the support. Do you guys have a team? You know, it's, it's like almost rehearsed. And it's <laughs> yeah. at least ten times, you know. I'd say a minimum of ten. And it's like, yeah, hey, you really love your shop, and I have pretty know the same thing. And it's, and it's like, do you guys have a team? And it's just like, shit, you know. <laughs> there's no, there's no like, like escape hatch where I can just pull and just <laughs> drop out. Like I got to sit there, and then it's like, oh, cool, man, you know. And and he's like, and then they go into their pocket, they grab the phone, and then they want to show me clips. And then it, you know, and I tell them, hey, you know, I, I like giving the kids the satisfaction of being invited to be part of the team instead of having, you know, you. Shop. So, and this is where the this is where the parents sometimes might not get it. It's like you can't really shop your kid around. You just gotta let it fall into place because mm-hmm. right now you 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 know that's not how it works. And some of them, I mean, I've had dudes that are like literally will just be like, oh, cool man, great shot, and leave. And they probably went right on to the next place. And just, <laughs> the next, like, they don't want to be, they don't want to be part of our shop. They just want to be part of a shop. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's like, you got to feel out the people. Like I, I need people to, if you want to ride for the shop, so you kind of got to fly the flag a little bit, show that you're down, show that you, you really want to be part of it. It's not like a just, Hey, can I be on the team? Oh yeah, sure. Here's a shirt. Here's a board. You know, let me know when you need anything else. It's like, like, is there it. real value in our shop to you, or are you just, mm-hmm. you know, are you just looking for free? I've had people come in and say, oh, yeah, you know, I just started school, man. I'm not going to be able to work. I just just need a shop sponsor. You know, so <laughs> I, you, you know, like, it wasn't, and it was just like the most un, wasn't authentic. Like, what, it wasn't that they wanted to ride for Slappies. They just wanted to ride for a shop. And the verbiage said, it, it, it came across me just like that. And I'm like, so you just, you just need a shop or a yeah. shop, right? And they're like, yeah, man, there's a couple shops around, man, you know, but I'm over, I'm over here skating the park, so I figured, like, wow, man, <laughs> like, that's, you're way off the mark here. So, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I just need somebody to give me free stuff, but I'm not really trying to that's what it is. make it. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, Well, you guys it's have really- a pretty rad team, so kudos for that. 
Yeah, speaking well, of that, I mean, yeah. as far as the camaraderie is concerned, yeah, I watched that new Limbo video in its entirety last night, and uh, it was really good, man. Solid VX, man. Well done. Thank you. To the whole crew. Yeah, yeah Aaron did a good job putting that together. Uh, Aaron Platt, uh, Kevin, Kevin Love Beaver, Matt, all, all those dudes, man. Billy. So I'm trying not to, yeah, yeah, I'm not, that's what I was going to say. I don't want to keep going. I'm trying not to say names because I don't want to leave anybody out because everybody's just as valuable and I care about all of these dudes a lot because, yeah. you know, you know, hey man, and the people like Billy, Billy Jackson works full time and he's like so talented, man. That dude is beyond. And he's been like true. that for a long time. Beaver, mm-hmm. Kevin, all these dudes have full-time jobs. I, I like to market our, our shop as like a full, like working-class shop, mm-hmm. you know? And if and, and everybody that works at the shop knows that I'm out working doing something. It's not like I'm just I'm, – I'm not retired by any means. It's like if I can take on a job somewhere else and go help somebody work on a car or construct whatever it is, construct, you know, I'm out there doing something else so somebody can can get some hours at the shop and make a little bit of money. You know, that's yeah. that that's what I owe to skateboarding. You know? Like and, and that's yeah. because all of these kids are worth it. Mm-hmm. And it's not I I don't hire people that don't skateboard. My own son asked me about or just mentioned, Hey, maybe I could work at a shop and he was just <laughs> kinda of, that was one of those things where he's not a skateboarder. He never gravitated towards skateboarding. I'm not you know, cattle prod uh-huh. and make him, you know, make him ride a skateboard. He just, it just wasn't his thing. Uh-huh. So, I just, I just, I told him, I'm like, man, they would eat you alive in here. We pride ourselves on being <laughs> skater own shop, skater own skater run. You know, I'll help you find a job. I got a friend that owns a party city and you know, all kinds of different, you know, different opportunities that, that he could pursue, you know, but I just, I couldn't put him in there feeling, feeling right about it because he just, he doesn't know skateboarding. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like he was bugging me for a job. He just mentioned it. And <laughs> I feel strongly about it where I was like, man, you wouldn't. If people ask you questions that you're not going to have answers for. And it's like you can't learn it in a week. You don't get trained. You know, it's not like working at like a, a mall shop or somewhere where you're selling sandals and swim trunks and all that, where you might have a background in one of the things that they're selling. It's like skateboarding straight. Yeah, you know, we sell skateboard stuff. You know, <laughs> if you don't understand that, then you don't, you know, you're not going to work there. And yeah, love my son. <laughs> you know, that I'm, I'm not going to help my son. Just, yeah, yeah. As far as the business model goes, that doesn't. That's and he wouldn't have been there. It would have been one of the things where he came in there and would have been probably in the first two days would have been overwhelmed by people asking him questions that. Oh you man. Know, you, I I couldn't I couldn't school them on. I I get that man. I I worked at a, a surf and skate shop when I was like 19, and I don't know anything about surfing. And when people would ask me about the surfboards or the fins and stuff, I would just be like dumbfounded. Like, sorry, man, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so, man. I mean, I yeah, shit. That you yeah. If you don't skate, and somebody's like. Why should I get Spitfire over Bones? You'd just be like, uh, I, I don't know the graphic. 
is <laughs> like yeah it takes there's something about a skateboarder selling you skateboard products that just can't be replaced yeah you have confidence in buying from somebody if you have a question like and you get a, a real answer mm-hmm. you know, I always it, for, for us it's like I, if I carry something and I don't get good feedback on it I just won't carry it again and I've had people like oh hey bro carry my brand I mean, we go way back it's like i know man but it's just like you know and, and we go way back and you should you should respect the fact that i'm trying to stay in business here you know and this is yeah. like and i i can't i can't push brands like i there's i obviously have my favorites but mm-hmm. i can't create a brand for somebody it's like you create a brand and you bring it to the shop i always give everything a chance but i can't tie up money and things that that aren't that are just bad ideas or bad, bad, uh, light, you know, certain brands yeah. that don't, you know, I'm not going to get into details, just certain <laughs> brands that I, I have carried because they ruled the world for a while. They were like the biggest right. brands and I carried them and it was just, doesn't, it, it's contradictory to everything that I try to preach at our shop. And it's just, yeah. Uh, going back just cause it came up, and thanks for bringing it up, Ruben. That video Limbo that was on Transworld, everybody should go watch it if they haven't. Uh, that video and uh, last year he came out with another video called Never Enough. Uh, is when when your team makes these videos, are you like, hey, will you guys go out and make us a video, or are they just in the streets on their own putting this this project no, together? No, hey, Danny did Never Enough. Uh-huh. He got some footage from some other people, but 95% of that was Danny. DG Films, 1907. He's, I mean, he's the best dude. All about it. Like, just loves skateboarding. Best dude. Just, I don't think anybody's got anything bad to say about him. You know, great all around, you know, just works at the shop, films for the shop. Just love that dude to death. He just put it together, you know, and killed it. So that was huge. I mean, that was a, such a gigantic premiere. I mean, I just, I was mm-hmm. sitting back watching everybody. It didn't play for a couple minutes. There were some technical difficulties. And I felt <laughs> my insides just twisting up. Like I was just like Homer Simpson ducking back into the bushes like, <gasps> like oh, my God. Is it? And they had tested it earlier. And it just, I was just like, whoa. And it was packed. There was people outside. They had to close the door because they couldn't fit any more people into La Bodega. That was amazing <laughs> to me, and that's the kind of shit. I get choked up when I see that because I'm like, wow, man, we really created something, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all of us. That's not me. I ask everybody their opinions, and their. I get feedback from all of my dudes before I make a, a call on a writer, and just everything about the shop is, is inclusive with everybody that's around. And, you know, back to what we said before, it's not everybody is all in the same group, but everybody understands that we're, you know, traveling down the same path. Where yeah. some people, you know, talent doesn't get you in. It just got to, you got to be, there. you just have to be understood by everybody, kind of. But, so, the VX guys, they've been filming that for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, just... They they started working. I mean, they've been doing that, working on that one for for like three years. Because some people are VX, some people are HD, uh-huh. and, and it was a. <clears throat> so they go out and and they do what they're doing. Kevin Love filmed a lot of that video, and then he 
and had a, an amazing part. Mm-hmm. And he was a film. He was a big part of filming it. Dude works full time. Yeah. That to me is impressive. So, you know, everybody that's with me, I'm, I consider, you know, hopefully they feel the same, but like as a lifer, you know, that's somebody that I, I just, I, I'll know for the rest of my life. And it's the kids that are growing up. It's like, got to steer them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, there's kids I'll have to sit down and, and talk to them sometimes. Like, hey, man, what do you want to do with your life? You know, are you, are you, you know, you about to hear about a kid getting in trouble. Like, dude, that's, that's fucking stupid, man. Yeah, I think your mom feels about that. Shit that I wish I would have had when I was younger, where there was just somebody that actually took a second and said something that you, you deemed as valuable. Like, wow, man, nobody's ever told me that before. Or my dad, I don't have a dad, or, you know, I'm not close with my parents, or, or something it's like all, all these kids i mean everybody goes out and they'll come in and show me footage and it's like wow man the dudes are really out there getting it skateboarding i mean you know where skateboarding's at nowadays it's hard to uh-huh. impress the, the general public when i saw it, i yeah. actually i was sent a link to that video like three days before it came out uh-huh busy you know busy with family and all i'm busy everything that, that we're doing and then it got put on Trans World, and then me and my wife got up in the morning, and I'm like, babe, we got to watch this. So I just laptop in bed, put that on, and I watched it, and I was just like, holy shit. So, <laughs> like, that was fucking, that's exactly how I, I like, I picked, you know, you have something in your mind, you picture it, and it doesn't always come out the same. Like, that mm-hmm. for me, I like watching, I don't like watching the neck-breaking falls. Like, I don't like, like watching people <laughs> fold their ankle and then they play it over and over. But I yeah. like watching people fumble and, <laughs> you know, and, and just just it, everything's not perfect. That's not skateboarding. Yeah. What skateboarding is is everybody out there and they celebrate one another. Because in the early 90s, man, it got kind of cutthroat for a while. You couldn't do the same trick that somebody else did. Could, I mean, it was just, it was like everybody was like, Everybody wanted to be a pro skateboarder, and it was just jealousy, and and it was just it was weird. It wasn't it, it wasn't like in the later nineties it started being like everybody started yeah, basically celebrating other people's accomplishments, which I would should, yeah. it, it should always be like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. like oh man he you know this guy or that you know I deserve that he doesn't you know like there's enough to go around if if you're it's willing to work hard enough for it, you know, and that's what I try to let people know. It's like, cool, if you can travel from skateboarding, that should that's a blessing, you know, because there's a lot of people, especially now, unless you have an energy drink or a major shoe sponsor, mm-hmm. you're not really going to make a living skateboarding. Yeah. Pros, top pros, like that we know, don't make that much money skateboarding. You know, very, very slim pickings out there for anybody to, like, get, make a, pay, pay for a house or even pay for an apartment. I mean, there's skateboarders that, that rip, might have 400,000 followers on Instagram, but live in an apartment with five dudes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, they're loving it. But see, and that, hey, and that's not a slight on anybody. That's, that's amazing. But what the people see, now is followers and fame and fortune because of the followers, but they don't realize that there's, I mean, 
there's things in life you got to actually do other than, you know, yeah. not other than skateboarding, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, while we're on the subject of that, I mean, how do you think that uh, coronavirus and this quarantine period is going to affect the skate industry for the long term? I mean, it seems, you know, pros in that regard are already kind of struggling. And if they're not making top dollar for most of their sponsors that are and brands that are being affected because they can't sell their products in these times, I mean, how do you think that that will have a chain reaction and affect the industry as a whole? Wow, man. You know what? I know, like, the NHS and Deluxe being closed, like, those two major manufacturers, that's huge. You know, those guys mm-hmm. not being able to sell. I think about the money that we're not making. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't even imagine how much that the the trickle-down effect on that is. So skateboarders, I mean, yeah, it's going to devastate everybody. And it's it's not even right now because hopefully people have a little bit of money to fall back on. But, you know, as a skateboarder, it's check to check. So mm-hmm. if you can't get out there yeah. and you're in a spot like San Francisco or somewhere where you can't get out and, and earn it so you don't have the photo incentive from next month, I mean, I don't know about salaries and that, but mm-hmm. no, I think it's <clears throat> just like everybody's kind of in a bad spot. I have people that are friends of mine that are construction dudes that are like, no, nah, we've a little bit of work, but, you know, and there's, I mean, I think most of the world is check to check. And you might have a little bit of savings, but when you dip into your savings and you're, you know, it's changing everything. And you think about anybody in the service industry, think about anybody like, you know, that owns a, owns a business. Like for, for me, the only thing that that's helping us is I, I mean, we're not even helping us, but I, I basically, I had money saved for my income tax. They push that back. So now that's my, it's not even a cushion. It's like a helmet. So, so yeah. I'm 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 able to like hopefully get through it and then and it's like but then I'm going to be working to pay my income tax later in the year but then there's other stuff that comes later in the year it's always like get the money you know where it's going keep the shop stocked get the money pay the dudes pay my rent you know I don't I'm not really materialistic I work on my own cars I do I do everything I can I'm just that's my hobby outside of skateboarding but. You know, I'm not a big money guy, so it's easy to to share it. I mean, I could go back and work five days a week at the shop and have a lot more money just put aside. You know, yeah. not it's it's just I don't I, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen with everybody. You know, got I mean, think all the like seeing a picture of the Vegas Strip empty. That was crazy. <laughs> that, yeah, that's. But that's hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's that's people that you know that's money that everybody working in there feed their kids with, you know. Just like I, we got the two kids here that are they started school. They're doing online school. My yeah. son, he would graduate this year, but he's not going to graduate and walk. He's not going to walk a stage and get his diploma. He's not, he just. <clears throat> I don't know, skateboarding. Crazy. Skateboarding will rebound. It always does. But everybody's 
you know, even more so than just skateboarding. I mean, it's, I mean, there's people's parents that are, are struggling to get the money to pay for what the, what, you know, the things that just, I've been there, I'm there, you know, manage every month. This is the bills. This is what's here. This is, okay, cool. Let's go eat. You know, let's go out and eat. Let's go have a, let's go have a night out or something. And there's parents that, you know, are on a budget. They work 40 hours a week. They know exactly where their bills are. They know exactly what they have. And then, yeah, you know, it's now it's, that's changed. It's maybe not right now because some businesses are actually paying for, for a little while. But if this goes on much longer, everyone's going to be cut off. And then the economy is going to, you know, take yeah. a hit. Well, uh, especially skate shops, it kind of seems like even before, like, all this quarantine and stuff happened, like, everybody always talks about how skate shops are, are struggling and and stuff just because of, like, online sales and everything. Is this going to be, like, the breaking point of that? Are we going to see, like, do you think we'll see a vast majority of shops, like, that won't be able to bounce back from this? God, I hope not, man. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, we started online. We had an online store for like a few months or seven months. It was Kevin built the site, give him up. And then I just was like, oh, no, and we're a good storefront. I want to build, I, you know, I want to change, you know, not really change it. I wasn't in there trying to micromanage it, but I was like, man, I want to, you know, I've seen stores that I, I get on where I just look at other, like, certain stores. I'm like, wow, that's cool. That's cool. And we just had a basic platform, which is, mm -hmm. I think what a lot of people are doing, but I was like, oh, we don't really need to do it. And yeah. I was paying Shopify for it for the months, months, and it didn't even, wasn't even a big thing. And then all of a sudden, wow, man, if they're possibly, you know, they're, if they're talking about possibly closing the storefronts, then, you know, good time. And Eduardo's killing it on the store. Kevin did a yeah. good job building it. Eduardo's all about it and just really just killing it, like, as far as stuff daily and, and getting stuff out and and everything. So he's, you know, that that's helping us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't want to have to depend on online. I like the I like the people coming in, and I, I like the fact that people can come in and stand skateboard. That's, that's the value of, a, of an actual store uh -huh. as opposed to a, a, an online thing. So, I mean, my is I'm just yeah. It's gonna be tough if it goes on a month where it's like, dude, you got it. You can't. Like even the curbside stuff where you can't leave the house, and that I hope skateboards or skateboard shops like prevail. Yeah. So I I I know there's a couple that that are already struggling, mm -hmm. but. You know, ho hopefully everybody manages. Hopefully the big the big companies that even though they're closed and they're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars, they should be way up above that. So hopefully they give back. Hopefully yeah. people reach out for for something and say, hey, can you give us terms? We've been a good customer. You know, hopefully yeah. the the big like and there's only two real big players in skateboarding that you need to have, and you know what they are, right? You know, so I'm. Hopefully those guys step up and 
if somebody really asks them for not even a handout, but just some kind of a, hey, man, give me, can you give me 60-day terms? Because once all this comes back and everybody's able to move freely and and whatnot and the parts open back up, then hopefully people we appreciate the fact that they're allowed to go outside and skate a park. So hopefully people are more active. So, wow, you don't know what you got till it's gone type thing. Yeah. So hopefully everybody's yeah. a little more involved and they take care of the businesses that that are valuable. Because, I, I mean, a skate shop to me is – that that's essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean to us uh, for sure. Yeah, and having – And there's like, a lot of uh, us. Yeah. You having know, not that just, person there to help you find something and being able to stand on the board and yeah, you definitely yeah. know and you figure out what you like. You know, hey, can you mm-hmm. order that for? If you see something, I've had people come. They see stuff online. They come and ask if, we're, if if we can order it, and it's like, you know what? I'm in an order with NHS. You know, this week. So yeah, I definitely order and and get their phone number. And sometimes it's back ordered. So it's like you just. You communicate with somebody, and at least they're like, all right, cool, man. Well, thanks. You know, I'm going to come in because I saw that other one. Then yeah. you got a customer for yeah. life because it's like you remember them, and you show them that they're valuable in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. I would never yeah, buy yeah. anything offline. I mean, I'm not, I, mean I, buy, I buy stuff offline that I can't find. Online, <laughs> you know, but I don't, like, I've never buy, I, I got a stand on the skateboard. I don't. I'm not going to go buy trucks because they're three dollars cheaper. You know? <laughs> it's like get somebody in the shop and they're trying to take pictures of skew numbers. I'm like, hey man, if you're coming in here to to just you know feel out my product and and just go and and buy it online, man, you might as well split. You know, and I've had people like they grab some and if you hey if you take a picture of the truck, you're like that's cool, you know. But if you start yeah. taking pictures of and and shit like that, you know, somebody's in there just to try to go buy it from, you know, like a warehouse place where somebody mm-hmm. knows nothing about <laughs> skateboarding and they just, they they don't, you know, drop ship half the stuff. So they can sell it a little bit cheaper because they're not they're not paying for a brick and mortar type of store. Yeah. You See, know, so. You, so you guys are still, you guys got the web store going and you're doing curbside pickup. So you, you have product, um, maybe not as much as usual, but there's some product going out the door. What about uh, like new inventory coming in, has has you encountered that yet, or are you guys just trying to kind of go through what you have at the moment? You, you know what, man? I, no, I'm we're we're still buying. I'm I'm running it business as usual because I, the pet peeve of mine. I don't like empty racks. I don't like running out of stuff. We did an order right before everything got right. NHS shut down. We did an order and we. Ordered two extra cases of Indies, which was like, oh, great, man. You, you know, yeah. tolerances on a business. Ordered two extra cases of Indies, and it turned out to be, like, the best thing that happened. <laughs> but I, I had told somebody to order uh, two cases that was, do, you know, that was to an order, and he ordered two cases for each shop. So it was like, oh, oh. man. And it's a, <laughs> but, but it's Indies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. It's not some something that's not going to sell. So it wasn't like, oh man, fuck. It was just like, oh dude, all right, that's, you know, good one. But it was kind of like <laughs> it, was, it was a joke, and, and and then it turned out to be something that that ended up being amazing because 
were stocked on Indies. Ordered mm-hmm. a ton of Baker stuff. Had just got like a hundred sets of spits because, you know, spits don't come around. They're having trouble keeping up with the F4s. So right. we saw some good ones come up. So I was like, all right, man, you know what? We know it's already proven, you know, proven that they're going to sell. So instead of ordering 50, let's just, you know, why keep ordering and, and waiting for them to come out when these are the ones that people are looking for? I mean, people come in, they want, they got, Spitfire's got people hooked right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and OJ's a great wheel. Right now, Spitfire kind of owns a lot of the market share as far as, you know, customers. Everybody loves the F4s, so. Yeah. We're, that makes sense. I mean, and there's other there's other people that are still selling stuff. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there, there's you know, you can get it from a distributor, but I prefer to go to the, the manufacturer, but with the two the two big shots closing down, it's it's different. But yeah, you know, we right. just got a bunch so of bigger gone. stuff. That, so yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't have a choice, man, because it's like when when they when the sun finally comes back out and everyone can go and run around without a mask and gloves. I don't want empty racks. I don't want to look like we got looted. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I want it to look like we're stocked. You know, I mean, that's we're doing it. Uh-huh. And if, if people are going to look at our online store. We have to have merchandise for them to, yeah. you know, buy online too. And and initially we were just going to start out with. I'm sorry, I keep talking. No, no, yeah, keep going. You're going to start out. Oh no, I was, yeah, no. I, I I just we were just going to start the store just so we could figure out our way around the site, like uh-huh. how how to sell and how to ship. Like my thing is, I didn't want to. Uh, deal with people buying things and us not having them. And then having to refund and do all like go back and yeah. forth with with, with everything because it was just like the inventory was you have to be real real uh, on top of the inventory mm-hmm. and uh, and with all this happening it, we ended up having to do a uh, we just put everything on there you know like I said yeah. Andrew's got on there and started and, and killed it you know he just put everything up and then he he subtracts it and. Like you were doing an amazing job, and I'm not a I'm not a computer guy, so that to me was super foreign. But mm-hmm. he embraced it. He's just he just you know he's like look at all these boxes. Send me a picture of all the boxes, and it's like damn dude, <laughs> killing it. Yeah. You know, whereas me, I don't think I'm set up to do a like to be the store guy, the the web the website guy. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't even really I don't I don't ever think that I wanted to learn how to do. I mean, I could do it if I had to, but it's mm-hmm. not something that, like, he just, he embraced it. Like, and it's, yeah, that that's a yeah. big factor. Like, we, we did more on online than we did with curbside stuff, you know, today. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know, a, lot of so, people, a lot of people aren't leaving. Yeah. Sounds like you've, you've like, learn, learned a lot through this and, and you're handling it proper. Is there... Any advice you'd give to, like, other shop owners at the moment? Do you feel like you have anything to uh, to share on that road? Just just keep it moving, man. Just keep, keep putting everything you got online and just the Instagram stories and all that, let people know that you're still there and you're still, you're still ready to help them out and, and keep them moving. Whether people are skating in their basement or sneaking out to the parking garage or whatever, you just got to keep, 
I, I, I mean, you just you can't lay down and die. You got to just adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's. Yeah. I, I think it's just strange times. I don't know what. I don't have a choice. You know, I got bills to pay, kids to feed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to just and and the people around me are are are, you know, helping me keep it together. You know, mm-hmm. it would be. It'd be tough. Yeah. One uh one question I, I thought of that I thought was kind of funny. If this was happening like twenty five years ago, like ninety four, ninety five when you were still skating for a living and skating a bunch, what what would you be doing? Would you be taking advantage out in the streets or would you be Oh, yeah. It out. oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I think about that too. It's like, man, this happened a decade too late. But, you know, it's. Hey, man, I love this shit. I'm, I'm still. I get out there when I can. I mean, I'm, I'm almost fifty. Yeah. I mean, my body's. I've, I've been through it, but I'm a skateboarder. You know, I, it's just I, I fucking still have skateboard dreams. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I just, I'm all about it, man. And I just, I, I live vicariously through, through the people that are around me. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's just, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm still fascinated by skateboarding and I'm still, everything that I see is just, you know, the, the level, the things that we used to talk about as professional skateboarders, as amateur skateboarders, like, Shit's actually coming true. Like, oh man, imagine if. Could you, mm-hmm. What do you think? Someday, you know, and you think there's a cap on skateboarding in like the late 90s, like, oh man, skateboarding's over. And then, and then it just keeps going. You know, it's just, it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. I wouldn't want to be, I can't think of anything else that, you know, in my life that it would, I would have found that would have been even close to what skateboarding is. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, we love it, man. I mean, look, look what you guys are doing. You know, you guys love it. You guys are doing this. Yeah, we're yeah trying to to push it and and give skaters something to consume during this crazy time and uh, keeping it going. We're definitely not getting paid to do this at all. So (laughs) strictly for the love. Hey, man, I didn't. I never got paid to do it either. Trust me, it wasn't much money. You know, there was always something on the side to uh yeah. to, to pay the bills. It was just like a couple hundred bucks a month. You know, I, I was out before the, the shoe thing came in where, like, it was like yeah. Osiris and, the, like, the, those type of things. Those dudes all deserved that they got, you know, no disrespect mm-hmm. to those dudes. But, you know, pro model shoes came out like a year or two after I was done. And I was uh-huh. like, all right, cool, now people are really getting paid, you know. <laughs> That's cool. You know, yeah, I was never bitter. That's the thing. Yeah. I was never bitter. I was just like, "Fuck, man, that was that was a fucking fun ride." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Man. You know, That's a great outlook. And nothing yeah. changed. Now I get to watch these kids do it. I got kids that want like there's kids that are going to be in the Olympics, and people ask, "What What do you guys think about the Olympics? What are your thoughts, Ruben?" Sure. Um, yeah, Ruben. Well, been quiet over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm just, the choir I'm just observing in. Yeah, I'm just. I like to uh, observe and take in all the information, especially uh, from a legend and an OG like yourself <laughs> who has experienced yeah, so shit. much. I just won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why hey, well, you're you, the you, perfect guest, man. 
Yeah, yeah. You mean easy for us. We have that in common, yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, as, as, far as, as far as the Olympics are concerned, I mean, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great that people and skaters specifically from all across the world get to represent their skills, represent their country. And, you know, it's rad that skateboarding has gotten so familiar and popularized now to the point where it's respected and it can be shown on a platform such as the Olympics. Like, that's insane to me. Like, if you had told me that we would be living in a world now where that is actually going to be a part of the Olympics when I was a kid growing up skating, I mean, I would have laughed in your face. Like, I can't even imagine, especially from your perspective as well. I mean, it's been in the game a long time, and it's crazy to see it come to this point. But, um, yeah, I mean, as far, you know, Overall, I think it's I think it is great. I mean, it's essentially the format for it is going to be a lot like watching street league. So if you're already familiar with that, it's not going to be much different. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, yeah, we're we're still we're still core skateboarders as a whole, and obviously we want to keep that jock mentality and kind of everything that we were talking about earlier out of skateboarding. Like, obviously. We want to showcase those that are doing it for the love and not for any other, you know, external goals or, you know, any other, you know, um, aspirations that aren't rooted in just for the love of skateboarding itself. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I I was looking forward to it. I mean, I wanted to – I talked about this with my girlfriend. Uh, We were going to take – we were all going to go and we were going to go with our kids. We wanted to go out to the Olympics and see it, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely not going to happen now. So I would have loved to like be in Japan and be able to see that happen in life and just experience the city during that time. But yeah, it's, I don't think that obviously will be happening and everything's been postponed and it's, it's a bummer, you know, just when it finally was looking promising and we're going to have a chance to showcase that (laughs) it, you know, it's, it's all getting pushed back now. So that is that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right up. How about you, Nick? Where are you at? Oh, oh man. Uh, you know, if 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 I was still 14 years old, I would be like, oh, the Olympics is whack. Like, no, we right. don't need the that corporate money. But as an adult, I'm like, dude, if I had the chance to skateboard in the Olympics, fuck yeah, I'm doing it. So I mean, that's. I think it's cool if, if there's people out there that that can do it, like go for it. I don't, I don't know. There's already like so much, like big companies in skateboarding, and and we've seen it come and go with like bagel bites and whatever else. So it's <laughs> whatever. I don't know if you don't want to see it, don't, don't watch it. But but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you have Thanks. is is Corey? Do you know is he on the Olympic team? Corey, like uh, Kate, Kate Carew, Kevin yeah. Palmer, going to be on the Australian team. Yeah, yeah. So you have you riders know, and that, and that are competing. That's awesome. That's so hey, awesome. If you, if you, congrats. Yeah, hey man, congrats to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a fan. You know, but check this out, man. It's like I might not be the biggest street league fan, but I fuck I respect everybody because everything they're doing is big and there's a lot of eyeballs on them and it's gnarly mm-hmm. and they're making some money. So fucking more power to you. Yeah. All the do tours, all of that stuff. If it's 
the money, if, if the payout's right for the skateboarders, it's not like, oh, you're going to be on TV, and then they're not getting any kind of payout, yeah. then it's different. Then it's, then it's corporate-based. Even though Mountain, you know, Mountain never would be, oh, yeah, do the do, that's, that's fucking <laughs> whatever. But you know what? It's, op- it's opportunity for these people that are putting it online because none of that's easy. None of the format, I mean, just there's a scoring system in place. If, yeah, yeah. if you don't want to watch it, change the channel. If you're not a dude that's at home watching TV anyway, you, you'll miss the Olympics. But I guarantee most of the people that are like, yeah, fuck the Olympics. Fuck. When, the, when the Olympics are on, they're going to be watching the Olympics because they want to see skateboarding. Oh, yeah. I'm just, whatever the format is, I want to see it if it's skateboarding. If I, if I, if I'm somewhere and I'm scrolling and I see that the, like the do tour or something's on TV, guess what? I'm going to probably reschedule what I'm doing or, or <laughs> DVR or something because I yeah. want to watch it, man. I, I just, I'm, I just want to watch skateboarding. I want to watch mm-hmm. that. I mean, not necessarily my favorite people winning it all the time, but it's <laughs> like, dude, that was amazing. That's like superhuman shit. Like, what are you eating? What are you doing? You know, <laughs> and it's just uh, some of these people make a lot of money, but they still produce. You know, so that is a different respect level than you know. Street skating is amazing, and mm-hmm. the people that get out and do both, you got. You know, I'm a fan. You know, mm-hmm. not your number one fan, but it's like I respect <laughs> the fact that we all know what it takes. Yeah, you know, it's not like oh, this was easy for him. You know, everybody. You know, we've we've all seen our heroes get wrecked, get, mm-hmm. get back up and handle. And then we've seen people that we're not a big fan of. And if they slam, I mean, for me, I, I feel you guys are probably the same. I don't ever want to see anybody go down. You see, it's like, ooh, fuck, hope dude's all right. So, so there's that feeling of just, you know, the respect level is through the roof. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I'm going to go binge watch somebody's parts of <laughs> that particular person. Yeah. You know? It's such a small group of people who are even able to compete in these competitions. So it's yeah, you're not gonna love everybody or that's involved, but it's it's a big thing for the the industry as a whole to bring in a little bit of money and make sure that your favorite pro skater is, is paid well and I think it'll affect even people who aren't competing in the actual Olympics. It'll it'll have a ripple effect into the whole industry. Exactly, it could be yeah. cool. It could help out your. You shop see that on TV? Some kid sees it on the sh- in on TV, and then they they're like, "Oh, that Slappy's shop is down the street. I want to go get a board, Dad. Like that looks cool." And yeah, 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 yeah. Kid from Pacific Drive or P- Pacific Beach is gonna go to Pacific Drive. You know, kid uh-huh. from University Heights is gonna go to Root. You know, everybody is gonna go. And, you know, it's just, if, if the parent sees it on TV, it validates it a little bit more than if it's just like, oh, I love skateboarding, there's a park. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you can sit down and watch it with the parent as a young kid, then maybe the parent will be like, oh, they see the big, they don't understand that that's a very small percentile of the fucking population that's able to <laughs> get to that level. They just see it as like, oh, cool. They're They're not just punk rock dirt balls out smoking cigarettes and stuff. They're actually, you know, this is, this is, this is actually okay. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is like going to a, yeah. a kid playing football or something where there's there's a fan base and everything. It's different than when we grew up. It was just, you know, you had a couple big contests here and there, but it wasn't like wasn't anything like it is now. I mean, now it's like recognition. So I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. for, for a kid, it might it might be like something that he he sees it on TV and he's like, oh, I want to try to skateboard, and mm-hmm. goes out and gets a skateboard, and then he's hooked. I was hooked. I've been skateboarding since. <laughs> Jeez, hey, I've been skateboarding for a very long time. But as soon as I got a skateboard, I was like, all right, I, I love this. And I didn't, like, not a hardcore skateboard. My first board was a plastic, it was like a penny style board in the 70s with, like, oh, loose ball yeah. bearings. And it was like, uh-huh. we got it from the pharmacy up the street for eight bucks. And it was just like, <laughs> I used to think I could go faster riding it through puddles. It seemed like the board went faster. But it was like, <laughs> that was it, man. I, I remember that. I had a red one. My sister had a blue one, you know. So we just, that was that was it, man. I've been skateboarding most of my life. And, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I don't know, man. I, back, I, I think the Olympics would, would have been great. I uh, think just for the kids that, the kids whose parents aren't okay with skateboarding at this point, to see it in the Olympics. Yeah. It would have been pretty cool for that kid to say, look, it's in the Olympics. Better than curling. Shit. <laughs> want your kid to be a curler. <laughs> right. Well, it would, yeah. it would be funny if your kid was like, hey, look, like skateboarding's okay, mom. And mom buys him a skateboard, and then he gets arrested for jumping the fence into the schoolyard or whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, dang, I thought this was safe, but what the hell? And, yeah, and you know what, though? I was thinking about this is it's everything with it being on TV and publicized and, and kind of okay socially now with skate parks. Mm-hmm. It used to be, oh, can't you find a skate park to do that? It's like, there's no, there's a skate park. The skate park sucks. I don't have any money because you used to you have to pay and pad up and all that. Even as far mm-hmm. as back as the Chula Vista Park on Oleander. It's like, oh, yeah. hey, people are still harassing us. Like, yeah, hey, man, there's a skate park. Once you go to the skate park, it's like, hey, I don't want to pay and pad up. I don't like that park. You know, I grew up out here, you know. And, you know, now I think a lot of people are going to get passes when they're out in the streets because somebody's recently watched skateboarding on television. Mm-hmm. As corny yeah. as that sounds, somebody watched skateboarding or their cousin or their nephew or uncle or little brother or somebody in their family is going to be a skateboarder. So it's like, oh, yeah, my my nephew does a, can do a kickflip, you know, like the, with Tony Hawk Pro Skateboarder. We had people coming up starting to call off tricks, like kids on mountain bikes, like, do a hard flip. <laughs> you know, and it's because, of, it's because it's in the mainstream. That doesn't change how we feel about it. Kids might grow up a little different, but... Skateboarding at the at the root of it is there's always going to be skateboarding, you know, because there's always going to be people like us that, you know, have a little bit of a voice. And hopefully, yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully, you know, I see kids come through. I still see those little, you know, the hesh kids. I see the fresh kids that are kind of like, okay, cool, trap music, crazy edit, you know, all all over the place with you know what they're doing, and it's mm-hmm. like. Hey, man, he's a skateboarder. Maybe not my favorite skateboarder, <laughs> but he's actually out there. He's a skateboarder, you know? That's what he mm-hmm. identifies with still. 
you know, there's bird skaters, street skaters, freestylers, different styles mm-hmm. of skateboarding. Now, now everybody's kind of, you know, ATVs, like a lot of people are, which is cool because they can skate everything. And I was a big fan of like somebody like Tom Penny, who oh, yeah. skated everything, and he would leave the street course to go skate the vert ramp. When everybody was watching the street course, he just wanted to skate. You know, so mm-hmm. that's why I always used to tell people, hey, man, you should learn to skate everything. Get this demo. Like, dude, you should skate, you know, you should learn to skate everything. A lot of, lot of respect in that. You might not be the best dude on vert or skate in the pool, but if you're a street dude, like kind of labeled as a street guy, and you're, yeah. you know, you're in a session with these dudes, you're going to get a lot. That, that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, nowadays there's just so many skate parks that have, all different terrain. I mean, your guys are, your shop is right next to one of the craziest skate parks in the state, and it has a little bit of everything. So I'm sure you see more and more of that happening right now. That that oh, yeah. Vista park yeah, yeah. is probably raising a a crazy new new crop of rippers. It is, man. Hopefully the event goes down by the end of summer. <laughs> Shout out oh, to man. the event. <laughs> For, yeah, the end of summer. Stay tuned for to learn more about that slappy shieldwork uh, exclusive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Ruben, you got a. We can start uh, wrapping this up here shortly, Ruben. You got any questions or for Jason? Yeah, Jason, I wanted to ask because you brought up earlier that you've been working on cars. Um, has this been a good time for you to kind of focus on any other projects that you've been putting off or what else have you been doing to stay busy during this time? Say, man, I'm, I'm, I, the kids are home from school. So I, I've been mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah, a little bit of stuff on the car. Just same, you know, same stuff, man. I mean, it's, I'm still moving around. I'm still picking stuff up and dropping stuff off at shops and just things haven't changed like that, that much on on my end. It's just, you know, a couple of days where it's just like, all right, if I, if I don't really have anything to do, I'm not going to leave. Whereas before I just got to get out of the house and not, not because of the kid or the wife or anything. It's just, I'm just get up and go try to do something, go to the shop, hang out, shoot the shit. So now I'm like, if somebody's there doing like, doing an inventory or Ed's down there packing up boxes or something, I try to keep my distance so he can do what he has to do. And I don't want the kids that are hopping the fence. They just recently started. You saw up north where they started putting uh, dirt and stuff in the parks. I mean, Nick talked about that last night, right? Did you see that? Yeah. How they're putting dirt in the flat bottoms of parks? Yeah. Like they're starting to kick people out of Linda Vista, like the, the workers over there and the cops. So, uh, yeah, yeah I've, wild, I've, I've got some time in on the car. I, you know what? I've been working on the car a little bit more just to take, take my mind off of, you know, the, dude, the, the, crazy, if the bottom fell out. Yeah, yeah, the craziness, you know? So it's, it's not really – I kind of have the same routine, but it's – there's a lot, of, a, lot, a lot more people that are I, – I think are having a tougher time than, than – uh, the skate shops, you know, we're already used mm-hmm. to kind of just making, making men's meat. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I think good. the people that I'm, that I'm in business with are, are, we're not in business. My, the people that I rent from 
would probably understand if there was some kind of a a hardship, you know, like they're they're good people, you know. So mm-hmm. that's good. You know, I don't. Oh, and and it, last possible resort, I will ask for any kind of relief. But you know, not, we're, we're staying in business, man. Skateboarding needs us. Skateboarding needs all the other local shops. You know, it's just. But for me, it's. You know, I've 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 been taking on some little side projects just to get a little extra money and stuff, just to, you know, so I don't have to ask for any kind of help. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's people that are even trying to give grants and whatnot, but you know, that's last last resort. You know, and, and I just I've, I've been saving up what what I can, so you yeah. know, just keep building that. I'm just you know, this is just this is the same as. You know, some crazy rainy season. Imagine if you imagine if you live somewhere where you're. You know, people say say bad things about mall shops. My issue is, you have a mall shop in Southern California. That's a weird one. But if you're in Colorado, <laughs> somewhere where there's snow and you're, you know, you can't do much for half, you know, three four months of the year, you're. I mean, that's understandable because people are going to be at the mall because they don't want to be cooped up. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's, it's almost like it's right. snowing in San Diego right now. Everybody's got to stay inside <laughs> and do what they love. You know, yeah. And hopefully everybody stays safe and you know everything gets back to normal soon. But I mean, yeah. it's we all adapt, man. We're we're skateboarders, and you know, we're just waiting for brighter days. Word. Is there anything? Uh, that you would want to tell your uh, community or and of of customers and skateboarders that frequent your shops. Like, is there anything you would want to let them know right now in this time? Well, thank you, thank you for all the support and love, and you know, love's definitely you know goes both ways. And I appreciate everybody that that supports us, everybody that. Hates us, everybody. Everybody helps us build. You know, it's we're we're just you know we're just a skate shop, and you know proof's in the pudding, man. We got the we got the right people doing the, doing the right thing, man. We just we love what we're doing, and you know that's it. I mean, I'm I'm we're keeping on, and and just yeah. But yeah. thank you, thank you to you guys. Thank you, for, hey, thank you for having me, man. Sorry, I keep. Oh. I get this like nervous energy. I keep. <laughs> I mean, no, I love what I love skateboarding, man. It's just such yeah. like it's the biggest thing in my life besides my family, and it's just you know I've met amazing people, and yeah, I mean it's it's not everybody knows it's not easy. Everybody understands, and back to the online thing, it's. I didn't want to do a store. I wasn't super fired up on a store because I always wanted to be brick and mortar. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, wanted the mantra to be like, hey, if you don't have a shop to call home, then, you know, we got you. Well, yeah. you know, I don't ever want to put another mom and pops out of business because somebody thinks that we're cool or, or something, you know. It's like you should support the people that are grinding it out where you live. And if there's mm-hmm. nobody out there, then we're we're an option. But yeah, man. I just, I straight up just, I love this. I, lo- I love fucking everything about it. I mean, I'm, I'm like pacing right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fired up, man. So thank you guys yeah, for including good. me. Yeah, man. Uh, 
Well, a couple of last things, like if, if whether it's your shop or, or their local shop, besides the obvious of like spending money and buying stuff, what are some ways people can support their, their local shops? Like, does like sharing on Instagram or, or whatnot? What, is there anything to Share them, promote them. Yeah. Yeah. Promote what they're doing, mm-hmm. back what they're doing, suggest things for them to do. Let your friends know. Tell your parents to buy a gift card if you don't got any money. Mm-hmm. Let's do something. Tell, tell, just spread the love and chill, tell people what that shop means to you and what skateboarding means to you. And I mean, there's there's no shame in it. Not not anymore, at least. You know, mm-hmm. skateboarding's skateboarding's loved. You know, so you should, you know, just help help the people close to you, help the people far from you, help the people that skateboard. You know, just be there, and, and I mean, social media is powerful mm-hmm. for good, good and bad. But if you're out trying to promote a shop that you know is having a rough time, then, or, or even if you're having a rough time, it's a shop that you love, and just keep, keep, you know, just back them up. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, you know. So. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. If you want to keep up with Jason Carney and Slappy's Garage, follow them on Instagram at Slappy's Garage or check out their website at slappysgaragesd.com. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag at Shieldless Mag. If you enjoy the beat that's playing right now, it's made by Beats by Jojo, and you can find a link to a SoundCloud in the description. We hope you're staying safe out there. So take care and cheers.